Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash adventures in autism. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to Adventures in Autism, episode 69. I am Megan Carranza. Thank you so much for coming to listen. And today is sort of a special episode of Adventures in Autism, a holiday special, if you will. I wanted to to do this episode today because if you're listening in real time, it is Christmas Eve. So it's a Tuesday. This is coming at you a day early since Christmas is a Wednesday, which is when I normally would release an episode. And I didn't want to skip a week. And I thought this was an important topic to talk about because obviously the holidays are upon us. And if you have a child with autism or a loved one with autism, then you are fully aware that the holidays look a little bit different when you have someone with autism in your life. And I know for us, we definitely have had to kind of tweak things a little over the years, especially when it comes to just our own expectations of the holidays. So I thought it would be a good thing to talk about. I have actually been talking with several of you over the past few weeks, just over messages and kind of sharing what you do for the holidays, what we do, maybe what you're not looking forward to or what you are. So I thought I would chat a little bit about that today and just kind of my thoughts. So I will start by saying I am definitely like a Christmas nerd. (laughs) I, I love decorating. I love all the music. I love watching the movies. Like I definitely just dive headfirst into the holidays. And I feel really blessed that Logan also really enjoys the holidays. Ever since he was a baby, he has loved Santa loves all the Christmas decorations. He gets so excited when he sees that I'm pulling the boxes out and it's time to, you know, put the tree up. He's actually pretty good. I get asked that a lot if he like messes with my Christmas stuff. And when he was very little, like a toddler, he definitely was pulling ornaments off the tree and he will like look at all my stuff, maybe want to touch it. And every now and then I'll pick something up, but he's pretty respectful of it. He knows like sort of his, his boundaries with my things. (laughs) If we go somewhere else, that tends to be a different story, which that will come into play later. Um, but he just gets super excited and he, he loves seeing Christmas lights and he loves all the music. So as a family, collectively, we all, we all love Christmas. And as far as our traditions go, it's really cool because when I was growing up, my family, we used to always do like a special outing on Christmas Eve. And we often went to the Museum of Science and Industry. Again, I'm local to the Chicagoland area and I've lived here my whole life. So that was something we used to do as a family every Christmas Eve. They have a really cool exhibit there, Christmas Around the World, and it's basically just different Christmas trees set up in a different style for every country. So you get to see, you know, what all the different countries, how they decorate their trees. And when we were little, we always would go find the Ireland tree because we're Irish. And then now we always find the Mexico tree because my kids are Mexican and Irish. And we just love seeing all the different trees and then obviously all the fun exhibits at the museum. 
So that's a really fun thing that we did growing up. And then when Logan was a baby, we just kind of carried that tradition on. We definitely did some different different things on Christmas Eve. There's a really cool kind of winter carnival they do at Navy Pier in the city. Local people, I'm sure, know what I'm talking about. Um, and it's really cute. There's like rides indoors. They have the whole thing kind of set up like a little Christmas village. There's a train. It's it's adorable. So we've done that before. And tomorrow, actually, we're heading to the Shedd Aquarium, which is where we went last year. And the kids loved that. They loved seeing the dolphin show. So we're going to head back there with my family, which is great because they get to help us kind of wrangle the kids. And it's just, a, it's just a fun Christmas tradition that I feel really blessed that we are able to kind of carry on to my children. We are lucky that Logan does not have any kind of like sensory aversions. He's happy to go to new places. He likes being around people. He doesn't mind when things are loud. I mean, he definitely will like put his hands over his ears if he doesn't like a sound. And we always will have his noise canceling headphones like close by in case he needs them. But thankfully with, with that kind of thing, like, you know, going places and just enjoying our time in like large public settings, he, he does really well. So I, like I said, I feel really, really blessed that we're able to kind of continue that tradition. But I think that there's many of us that, that do have to sort of change our plans, especially when it comes to autism. So whatever that looks like for your family, I think it's just the most important thing is sort of to keep in mind that it really has to be what works best for for all of you. So I'm sure many of you listening, you know, have those plans with families that you're maybe not looking forward to, or you know, it's going to be kind of a struggle or a challenge. And I have to say, in those situations, I think sometimes it's okay to say no, or to suggest something different that might work better for your child. I know for us, for actually on Christmas Day, we host Christmas. And one of the main reasons why we do that is because it's us kind of controlling the environment. And it ends up being a a much nicer day for all of us. It's a long day. We usually have my husband's family comes in the morning. He has a ton of kids on his side. So all the kids come, everyone brings their presents. So, I mean, within like five minutes, there's, you know, wrapping paper flying everywhere, toys all over the place. My house is trashed, (laughs) but everybody, the kids have fun. That's all that really matters. And so that, then we kind of do brunch with them and they're, they're great. Everyone like brings food and all that stuff. So I don't have to do too much. And then we have kind of a break. And then later in the day, my family comes over for like dinner time and we do presents again with them <laughs> and we eat and I cook for that. And it it is a lot of work. And a lot of times I'll tell people, oh yeah, we, we host Christmas and we have both our families come at different times. And they're like, oh my God, you're crazy. You host people literally all day long. I, I couldn't imagine doing that. But again, I'm like, that works for us because when we're at our house, even though it is a long day, there's a lot of prep that goes into it. If Logan needs a break, if he wants to go just, you know, chill in his room or in the basement, which is kind of his hangout area, he can do that. And that just works really well for us. Maybe that's not necessarily what works for you, (laughs) but I just think that 
however you can enjoy the day a little bit more. Because I know for us, if we were at somebody else's house, like for Thanksgiving, even we go to my my mother-in-law's, then we go to my mom's. And those are places that Logan is familiar with. He goes to both those places somewhat frequently. But it's still a little more of a challenge because he is trying to get into the cabinets, always looking for candy. You know him. And, you know, like my parents have a cat. I'm worried about him getting into the kitty litter. My my in-laws, they have their, their bedroom is like right next to the family room. That's an apartment. There's some breakable things in there. I'm always watching him for that. So it, it's just kind of more of an edge to it. Whereas if we're at our house, I can enjoy the day a little more and feel a little more relaxed and like really enjoy the holiday. And so can Logan because he's in his own home. And it just works kind of better for everybody. So we had to figure that out for ourselves. And that's what works for us. So that's what we do. It's also, I think he's he's kind of gotten used to the routine of Christmas a little bit as the years have gone on. And he knows sort of what's going to happen, which I always think helps because our kiddos tend to be, you know, creatures of habit. Logan definitely is. So that's what we do. And if you are in a situation where, like I said, you're having to go somewhere that maybe isn't the best for you guys, or you know your child's going to have a hard time, maybe suggest, hey, next year I will host and we, everyone come to my house. Or if, if that's not an option, maybe just say, you know what, we're going to do our own thing this year. That might disappoint people. That might disappoint you. That's maybe not how you wanted to, to spend your holiday. That, Like I said, family might have a hard time with that. But again, if you are able to enjoy the day and your child is happier and you are happier because of it, I think that's worth it. And I think that making those new traditions are, is really special. And those are things that, you know, kind of going forward, you can, you can enjoy every year. I was on Instagram earlier today and, um, Catherine from the, uh, inclusion project, she had posted that their Christmas Eve tradition is staying home all day and watching Christmas movies all day long in their pajamas and just like eating snacks. And I was like, that's such a great tradition. And her son had printed out a list of all the movies he wanted to watch. And I love that because I'm like, you know, like we, like I said, we grew up, you know, going out for, for Christmas Eve, but she grew up doing that. And that was something that works really well for her kids. So sometimes it's like you can kind of carry over those traditions and and make those work for everybody. But there's no reason why you can't come up with your own if there's something that works better for you. And kind of on that same topic of like just traditions and things that everyone is sort of used to. One thing that I, I definitely think about and I get asked about is just sort of like the concept of Christmas. I think a lot of you probably can relate where, you know, you get those questions of like, Oh, like, does he, is he excited for Santa? Is he excited for Christmas? And again, I think Logan gets excited about the little stuff. Like he loves the Christmas lights. He likes the music, but in terms of like actually getting excited for Christmas, I, I can't really tell you. I know he's, he's not really big into presents and that is something that for me, I have really had to like shift my perspective on. And I think I've gotten better, especially after last year. If you listen to my kind of 
end of the year episode from last year, I talked a lot about his, his birthday and just feeling sad that I really didn't know what to get for him. There wasn't any toys that he was into. And I really did kind of sit with that sadness. It really broke my heart. And in years past, I think I have sort of tricked myself a little bit into thinking like, oh, if I just get this toy, then maybe he'll play with it. And I think last year I was really coming to the realization of like, I can't just get him something and assume he's going to play with it or he's going to enjoy it because he's not. So this year I really went into things with a very different mindset and I started working on kind of an Amazon wish list for him even a couple months ago. Again, his birthday is just a couple weeks before Christmas. So we have a lot going on <laughs> in the month of December. And I basically, I made a promise to myself that I was only going to put things on the wish list that I think that he would really enjoy. So it was not an easy thing to do for me because I, yeah, my, my, in, my instinct is to be like, it's Christmas, let's buy toys. And for my daughters, it's like, I could, I joked, I could go to, you know, the girl aisle at Target and not even look, just like blindly throw things in my cart and they would be thrilled because they just want like any girly toy. They love dolls and Barbies and princesses and all that. Whereas with Logan, I can't just go to Target and get him a present. I could get him a few things. Like for his birthday, I got him like some different balls. He loves balls. And that was great. But I can't just, I have to be a little more strategic with my planning. And like I said, I had to come to that realization. So he has fewer gifts this year, but I think there are things that he will really enjoy. Uh, I got him a few different like sensory kind of items. He's getting a new trampoline, which is a big deal because it's trampoline that he uses in our house. Like our little mini trampoline has been very loved over the years and it's it's time to be put out to pasture <laughs> um and then I got him a body sock which I'm sure most of you listening know what that is I didn't know what it was until last year when I went to visit his classroom and they showed it to me it, it's basically like this large like nylon contraption <laughs> that he can put his he can put it over his head and you kind of step into it and your arms go into it and it's sort of that like um, compression kind of piece of things where, you know, you, you have like some resistance. If you don't know what it is, look it up. It's actually really cool. He loves it. He, he uses it at school a lot. So I had been wanting to get one for a while. So I got him, I got him a body sock. Uh, I got him this cool, it's like a LED writer, kind of like a, an etch or a, a, like a magna doodle, but it's with an LED pen. So I thought they could use that in therapy. Um, and just some other kind of like fun little fidget sensory stuff. And then one other thing that I'll mention later, but no toys. There's, he has no toys this year. And when people asked me what they should get for him, I just kind of went to my, my list of things that I'd saved on Amazon and said, here's some things that I think Logan would really like. And we're lucky that our family is very supportive. That's another thing kind of going into the holidays. You are around a lot of family, some who maybe don't see your child as often. And I hope you don't have to deal with like rude comments or things like that. But I know that a lot of you do. I've heard from several of you recently talking about that. And honestly, if, if you're in that position, first of all, my heart goes out to you and I'm sorry, but I think it's, it's totally okay to just like kind of have a firm stance. And if someone is complaining because your kid doesn't want to open presents, 
then you can, you know, <laughs> just kind of let them know, like, you know what, they're doing the best they can. And, and so are we, and we just want to enjoy this holiday. So forcing my child to open presents is not going to help anything. Or if they're, you know, you're eating dinner and they want chicken nuggets instead of the Christmas ham and somebody makes a comment, same thing. They're doing the best they can. And so are we people like that. It just, it honestly, it kind of blows my mind. Cause like I said, it's, it's not something that we've had to deal with, with like family or friends I mean, people make comments all the time, but people that I'm close to, I think they understand the situation and they're, they're around Logan enough to know. Uh, and like I said, our, our, our Christmas is basically just with like our immediate families. So there's not like a lot of fringe people there. Um, but again, if you, if you're in that situation and you're dealing with people being judgmental or rude about your child, I have some less PC things <laughs> I would like to say to those people. Um, but that, again, that's when it's like, maybe it's okay to say, we're going to do our own Christmas next year because we don't want to hang out with you <laughs> and we just want to enjoy our time. Whether it's, you know, for the benefit of, of you guys, just like I said, to kind of be able to control the environment or just to be able to control the guest list. Either way, I think that's okay. But again, it's all about just sort of shifting your perspective on what Christmas should be. So like for me, letting go of having to buy toys for Logan, I think that's okay. But that just kind of ties back into him and the whole like understanding Christmas thing. I'm using air quotes. He's just not really into presents. So that has been hard for me in years past when he doesn't really want to open gifts and I just am kind of going into it this year like, you know what, we're just going to see what he wants to do. So that's why, like I said, I got fewer gifts, things that I think that he'll actually enjoy. Of course, there's some candy. Had to throw that in for him because that's all he really wants. But just just enjoying everything for what it is. And I think I learned this lesson over and over again, but it's just amazing to me how we are just like along for this ride. <laughs> and as long as Logan is, is happy and enjoying himself, I'm okay with it. I'm not here to, to force him to do anything. I, I want us all to have, have a good Christmas or whatever it is that you celebrate. So that's, those are kind of my thoughts on Christmas. I hope everybody has an amazing holiday. Again, whatever you celebrate, I just hope that you have a fun day. I hope that people are supportive and, and loving towards you. I hope Santa brings you everything you want <laughs> for Christmas. That's another thing. We, we saw Santa just yesterday and it was hilarious because Logan actually loves Santa and he gets super excited to see him. And then we, when it came time to actually take the picture with Santa, he was like totally checked out. So if you follow me on social media, you probably saw I posted the photo and it's hilarious because even though he's the one who loves Santa the most, he has this, like, he looks like he's about to fall asleep. <laughs> and my daughters who are like terrified of Santa, they, they have this like little pig. I think it was like a dog toy actually, but when you squeeze it, it makes this funny oinking sound. So they thought this was hilarious. So they're like cheesing, laughing at the picture and Logan's like looking half asleep. 
and we paid $40 for the picture because that was, that was our only Santa option at this point. Uh, so that was, you know, tis the season, always, always something. But again, I hope you all enjoy Christmas and have an amazing holiday. So that's all for that. And then I'm going to take a quick break, but I'm going to come back and talk about New Year's and just sort of our goals and what we're looking forward to. So stay tuned. For you, the listeners of Adventures in Autism podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I often get asked for book recommendations related to autism, and one that I always go back to is called The Out of Sync Child by Carol Kranowitz, and it was actually recommended to me by a friend who is also an OT, and I read this book years ago before Logan was even diagnosed. It's not necessarily just for autism. It also goes into like sensory processing disorder or ADHD, but it's just very valuable information and a really great resource that I still pull from today, even though I read it years ago. So that's a really good one. Sometimes just to get my mind off things, I also just enjoy good old chiclet. <laughs> I love anything by Emily Giffen, like Something Borrowed or Something Blue, and those are available on Audible as well, but you can pick from any of their titles. So to download Download your free audiobook today. Go to audibletrial.com slash adventures in autism. All one word. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash adventures in autism for your free audiobook. Okay, welcome back. So as we are closing out 2019, I'm definitely reflecting back on this year. And I was thinking about that episode that I did last year. And Manny and I talked about it recently when we did our episode together. And I had set a couple goals for Logan for this year, one of them being potty training. And then the other was I wanted him to be able to call me mom or call me something because since ever his whole life, he's never been able to address me as anything verbally. So I would say he has met both of those goals. Maybe not necessarily in the way that I had anticipated or that I thought he would when I I kind of set those goals for him, but he is for all intensive purposes, he is potty trained. <laughs> we definitely still have an accident or two here and there. We are thankfully over the regression that he was dealing with the a couple months ago, we were really deep in a potty regression that was really tough and really confusing because he'd been doing so well for so long. So we are over that hump, thankfully. Number two is definitely still an issue for us. <laughs> so still having some accidents. And I recently was just saying to his, his BCBA, because we are constantly like trying to game plan and strategize and think, oh, maybe if we try this with him, maybe this will help. And Unfortunately, it's always just seems to be like one step forward, two steps back when it comes to number two. And I said to her, I'm like, you know what? I, I think at this point he's just not ready. And of course I, I would, I want him to potty train. It's not like I'm like, oh, it's okay. But I also know that I can't force anything with him and I can, you know, give him all the tools and help as much as I can, but it really has to come from him. And even though he has had many successes, he we've had also many, many disappointments when it comes to, to that. So I'm trying to kind of let go of that. And I mean, hope I'm hoping that things get better and that he figures that out, but I'm kind of over like waiting for it to happen. And I'm just sort of letting 
nature take its course, no pun intended. <laughs> so that was one goal for him. And then the second goal of being able to call me mom, I know I talked about it on the podcast, but it was, there's a moment a couple months ago, we were just waiting for the bus and Logan just looked up at me with this big smile, his beautiful eyes and just looked right at me and said, mom. And it was like his whole face like lit up and it was just the sweetest moment. And even though he has only said it a couple times since then, he'll say it if I prompt him, but he won't necessarily say it on his own. Although now he has his device and he, there's my pictures on there so he can hit the mommy button if he wants. And he does do that, which is awesome. I still, I still think that he has met that goal because he was able to, we had that moment and honestly, like that was enough for me. And like I said, when I initially had set that goal for him, I was hoping it would be an ongoing thing. I know for us, and I'm sure a lot of you listening, consistency is just always kind of a struggle. We sort of get somewhere and I think like, oh, we made it. And it's like, oh no, we're still, we're still kind of just beginning. So I am just, I'm just very thankful for that moment. And just to know that honestly, that he recognizes that, that like, I'm his mom. I know that sounds silly. Of course he knows that. But just to kind of have that moment of like validation with him, it meant so, so much to me. So going forward for 2020, I have a couple goals for him. The first would be his device. He is definitely improving. He is honestly making strides every day. But I would love to see more sort of like conversational conversation or conversational speech from him using his device. He he used to use it the same way that he used packs and more of like just a requesting or using it for like really simple things. And now he's definitely branching out and he's showing us that he is able to really navigate and he's using it in new ways and really surprising us with it, with, with it which is amazing. And I'm just hoping that he builds on that as the year goes on. I have an appointment with his, um, speech therapist and his teacher in a couple months just to kind of go over things again. He's still in the trial phase with his device. This is a long process, which I have talked about, but we are, we're still in the trial phase. So his device now is kind of set up in a generic way. It's not necessarily personalized for him. We've been able to personalize it. Like there's, you know, his favorite things on there. Like I, like I said, I'm on there. Manny, our whole family is on there. People that he would know, but there's still also like some kind of rando buttons from users past. So in a couple months, we're going to decide if we want to make it a permanent thing. If that's the case, then he will get a new device that's just for him and set up completely for him. And honestly, when we first started the trial, I wasn't, I wasn't sure. I thought maybe we would try another system before we decided on this one, but he has made such, such strides in the past couple months that I'm, I'm thinking that we probably will stick with this program, which again is uh, touch chat on an iPad it's touch chat 60 and he's, he's just doing so, so well with it. We're really pleased with that. So that would be my, my first goal for him. My second goal is just to figure out a way to kind of conquer or at least help with his anxiety. If you've been listening to the podcast, then you probably know that we've been dealing with anxiety with Logan really since the summertime. So almost like six months now and it's been tough. It has, it's been better. We had definitely a harder time in the summer. I think a lot of that was sort of just the lack of routine and kind of switching back and forth with things. 
I think him starting school and having that routine has been really helpful, but we do still have these kind of occasional episodes with anxiety and it's really heartbreaking because he is nonverbal and he can't tell me what's bothering him. And a lot of times the anxiety seemingly comes out of nowhere and truly like we are trying to, we're scratching our heads thinking like, okay, he was literally fine one minute ago. Like what happened? Sometimes we can pinpoint it and say like, okay, you know, he thought Manny was going to leave and he got upset, that kind of thing. Um, but other times it's like, he's just sitting eating dinner and he's totally fine. And then all of a sudden he'll jump out of his seat and start pacing. And it's like, we don't really know what it is that happened. He can't tell us. And all we can really do is just try to support him. Although a lot of times with the anxiety, he just kind of wants to be alone, which is also really hard and goes against everything that as a mother I want to do for him. But I know at this point that, that that is sometimes just the best thing to do is kind of give him some space and let him know we're there for support, but also just kind of let him work through it. So I I have a referral for um, a pediatric psychiatrist that I'm debating if we want to go down that road. But I would just like to have some some kind of system in place for when he has anxiety, more than just saying, okay, we got to let it, let it run its course. And hopefully there is a way that we can at least help him while he's dealing with this and over time to lessen his anxiety. That would be, that'd be wonderful because the anxiety is, it's not fun when it happens. Um, and then something that is a little more fun is, so Logan, he does so much. He's so busy with school and therapy and there's just not always a, a lot of time for fun, which I'm not going to lie. I hate that. I would love for him to just have like kid time to have fun. And he does so much better with the structured time. He really enjoys it. So I know he is having fun, but I think back to, you know, my childhood and I, I was a gymnast. I was in choir. I was in theater when I was older. Like I just had a lot of like extracurriculars going on that were really fun for me. And Logan doesn't have that at this point. We did, we did, um, baseball or yes, like little league last summer. And I think he enjoyed it, but it wasn't, it didn't necessarily like, he didn't have that little spark. (laughs) I think standing in the outfield, like you do in baseball for long periods was not super enjoyable for him. He definitely wanted to eat some dirt. Not great. So Manny and I have been talking about getting him into basketball. He loves balls. He has a basketball that he just like bounces around the house. He's really good at dribbling. He can like throw the ball, catch the ball. So we're thinking about that. And then the other really fun thing, and this was what I was saying, one of his Christmas gifts. So he did roller skating at school in gym class. They did this roller skating unit and his teacher had been telling me about it and was kind of sending me little updates and saying how much he was enjoying it. And they just finished up this past week and it was really cool because in the beginning he was using... They called it a trainer, but it was one of those, it almost looked like a little walker. I've seen kids use them for ice skating before. Um, and it's just for them to hold on to and kind of push for like stability. So we started out using the trainer and then he kind of upgraded and was just like holding someone's hand and skating. And then by the end, he was skating completely independently, didn't even have to hold a hand. And his teacher even said, she's like, he, he doesn't fall down the entire time. (laughs) 
<laughs> he's able to just balance himself. He goes pretty slow, but she was saying the last day he was roller skating around the gym with a basketball and was like bouncing the ball <laughs> and throwing the ball and was like picking it up all on the skates. So he's getting some roller skates for Christmas. And I'm really excited because the the place where I went to pick up the skates from to buy them, they actually have roller skating lessons there. So I was talking to the manager and kind of saying like, do you ever have kids with special needs that do these roller skating classes? And they were, were very sweet. So that that's something that I've been thinking about for a while. Obviously the roller skating thing is new, but I would just love for Logan to have like an extracurricular that's not, you know, therapy or school, something fun for him. That's just an activity. And I mean, I haven't seen him on the roller skates yet. I'm so excited to see him. But from the pictures that his teacher sent me and just everything she was telling me, it, it seems like that's something that he really, really likes and has a lot of fun doing. And I think that there's just never enough fun <laughs> to be had, especially for, for a kid like Logan. So I'm really excited for that. And that would definitely be a goal for for 2020 is just to get him involved in in some kind of fun activity that's like just for him so the other thing I'm excited about is that the roller skating they kind of have like all ages and of course Liliana heard me talking about it and now she's like I want to do roller skating and I was saying to Manny I'm like how cute would that be if they could like take a class together I mean I guess it wouldn't be just for him then but <laughs> <laughs> I just think that'd be so cute for them to be on their roller skates. So that's that's another that's another goal for Logan, just to have some fun. And then for me, I definitely have some goals, especially those, you know, about the podcast. Um I just have to say again, thank you so much to everyone who has been listening and just following along on our journey. I heard from a mom today and it was her message just really, really struck me talking about how her son was just diagnosed last week and she's been listening to the podcast and it's been really helpful for her. And honestly, I said to her, I'm like, you are the person that I made this show for because I remember those same feelings and feeling so lost. And I wish that I had had a resource like this because I know that it would have been really helpful for me. So I just have to say thank you for listening. I'm so glad that this has been helpful and that it's really resonating. So one of my goals would be to kind of get out there and do like some kind of live event. I don't know how that sounds to you guys. Let me know. <laughs> but I've met a few of you listeners of the podcast and I would love to meet more and I would just love to all kind of get together and, and sort of have that moment. I mean, obviously if you're local, it'd be easier, but you know, you can come out to Chicago. There's a lot of fun to be had here. So that would be my goal is to put together some kind of live event. I don't know what, when this would be or what it would be. If you listening are a good planner and you want to help me plan this, hit me up, let me know your ideas. Um, but I've been thinking more and more about that. And I would, I would just really love to do that. And on top of that, I just want to continue with the podcast and, watch this community grow, connect with more of you. I I am really surprised that we're like heading into our second year. I mean, not surprised, but I'm I'm excited about it and I I just am I'm amazed that this has come together the way that it has because 
If you guys only knew, I am such a procrastinator. I'm a horrible time budgeter. I just finished Christmas shopping today. So that might give you a little a little insight into that. So I'm just very glad this, this podcast has stayed afloat and it just continues to grow. So thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope everyone has an amazing holiday, whether you celebrate Christmas or Hanukkah or Diwali, whatever it is you celebrate, I hope you have an amazing holiday and that everybody is loving and supportive of you and your your child or your loved one. And again, if you are enjoying the podcast, if you would be so kind to leave a review, especially those on Apple Podcast, I'm still really close to 100 reviews. <laughs> I really want to get to 100. That would be an amazing Christmas present to me if you would leave a review or even just hit that five star. That really helps too. I would be so grateful. Um, but if you want to connect with me, you can find me on Facebook at Adventures in Autism Podcast, on Instagram at Adventures in Autism Pod, or you can email me at Adventures in Autism 2018 at yahoo.com. Again, I just love to hear from you guys and I appreciate it so, so much. So that is all for now. Thanks for listening to me ramble today. And again, everyone have a Merry Christmas and until next time, take care.